0: Welcome back to episode 24 here on Mocha Jam. So a thought came to me that maybe we should cover a little bit about freedom of speech through poetry. But what got me started on this uh, thought process was Elon Musk, who obtained um, Twitter, which I really don't use Twitter. Uh, Twitter is a platform, for those who don't know, that you can go on and talk about your content, you can engage with people over opinions, and Twitter has had some issues in the past, but we'll get into that later. But in terms of the show, welcome back to Mocha's Jam. Sometimes I do poetry topics and co-related topics, and today I just wanted to do a short my thoughts on freedom of speech. Um, what is poetic freedom? <laughs> so sit back and relax, go get your coffee, go get your tea. Thanks for listening and enjoy the conversation. Welcome back to Mocha's Jams with your host Mocha Sister, here on all the platforms that you're listening to. Thank you for joining. So this month, we've been talking about poetry. I've been doing poems. What I love about the the aspect of poetry is that we have freedom of speech, right? Now, what does freedom of speech mean? Is there a definition? <clears throat> I think as writers, we have our own ideas about freedom of speech. Um, freedom of poetic, poetic freedom to me is using my chosen words to explore emotions, thoughts, ideas. Um, but with that being said, poetic freedom is defined as freedom of imagination, the poet the poet is granted to express his or her thoughts and feelings. You know, and it is boundless, right? You know, I started off spoken word years ago. I didn't know anything about poetic freedom. I knew that my spoken word was poetry that I could speak aloud. And, you know, of course, spoken word uh, genre includes readings, um, poetry slams, jazz poetry, hip hop music. Uh, It could even (laughs) include comedy and acting and, doing a monologue. Um, So with that being said, freedom of speech is the right to seek, receive, and impart your information, any kind of information by any means. And this includes the right to freedom of expression, which is the reason why people love poetry People love spoken word. People love to express themselves on the stage and just say whatever because they have the right to freedom of expression, even though the ideas may be outlandish or crazy, um, things that could be deeply offensive. I've heard poems that talked about really heavy, deep subjects that people often won't talk about in real time, such as maybe sexual abuse, molestation social injustice, uh, police brutality. People go on and on, but I think that to have the right to have your freedom of speech is your right as an artist, as a creator. Um, In the next segment, I'm going to get into, even though it's freedom of speech, do you as a writer, do you as a, a creative spirit Think about how you present your work to others, even though you have freedom of speech. Everyone has a different approach to how they approach their art and creativity, their stage time, how they read and present their their works. Uh, some of the things that I've done in the past I wouldn't do now, but I remember when I first started reading poetry... Alive in a coffee house and for the general public, I was always concerned about, you know, offending people. I was very aware that my words had power. So with poetic freedom comes power. Also comes responsibility. I, and this is just what I do, I always want to know what audience am I reading for? Is this an academic audience? Is this Fellow poets, is this in a coffee house? Are people drinking? I know you don't have to censor yourself, but it is important to look at the audience. Look at who you have that's out there that's going to be vibing with what you are bringing. So knowing your audience also can help you determine which poetic voice to use because your your voice is a literary term and it describes your individual writing style. It describes you as an author. It includes your lingo, your language, your style. You could be formal, you could be informal. But at the end of the day, one of the craziest things that happened to me when I first started reading poetry, I read a lot of erotic poetry, sensual poetry, romantic poetry. And it was always weird to, like, for for me to figure out where I was going to be placed on the program. A lot of times hosts would put me at the end of the night set, which was great. But if I knew I was going to read, like, in a coffee house and there was, like, children present, obviously I'm not going to read erotic poetry, you know. I also tried to target my poetry to certain audiences. So if it's at a school, obviously I'm going to read poetry that generally can be read for children, general topics about life, lessons, about motivation, inspirations, um, and using your imagination. I think that's when I started getting into more like writing uh, hakus and um, all kinds of different forms. You know, sometimes I would do formal or informal, rhyme schemes. Uh, kids, for some, t- for some reason, maybe it's just the way I uh, talk in my poetry to, like, early learners. They, they just love that aspect of learning something about poetry. Um, and, you know, even though you want to be free, you have to also consider your audience. Obviously, if you're reading at a church or you're reading for seniors, all of that, I mean, some people will probably say, hey, Pam, I'm not doing anything. Mocha, I'm not doing any of that. I'm just going to keep it consistent. For me, I target my audience. I target who's going to be my listener. Even though I'm poetically free, I want to be able to connect my reader with my content. So you don't want to just throw something out there that's not going to be received and maybe it's just me or felt by a reader um, that's kind of like out out of their interest, so to speak. Although I've read pieces and I've been on virtual poetry (laughs) events where people are like, what did I just hear? It's okay to be different. Now, I'm not saying your poetic creative got to be melt it down to the lowest denominator where you are trying to fit into everybody else's poetry. No, 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 no. You should be free. You should be individual, but you should also know who your audience is. The next the next segment, I want to talk a little bit about like, you know, your poetic freedom online and also a little bit about what's going on with Twitter, which is interesting to me. So recently, um like I said, at the top of the hour, uh Elon Musk has created um a little fur with people worrying about and thinking about freedom of speech because um Twitter, which I do not use, I do not use Twitter. I think I haven't been consistent on Twitter in uh years, like I pop on Twitter just to read stuff. I don't really use it for any of my things but I know a lot of people, you know, they're they're, um, Twittering and getting into online beefs with other individuals. And, um, you know, since he took it over, there's a shift in what kind of people will be on the platform. Some people are dumping Twitter, saying they're leaving. Um, The freedom of speech there was limited to certain people. People that were banned from that platform is now going to be back on the platform um, I guess people are trying to say maybe the uh you know the hate speeches, the slurs, and all that will will be an issue, but it was an issue before. I don't think that's going to change, but I think I mean, when I look at social media and I see how people engage with each other, I think freedom of speech is just an American right. However, with that comes great responsibility just because. You have the freedom to say whatever. You can't just be going at people and being disrespectful. There are consequences is what I'm saying. So as with anything, hey, maybe they won't ban people. Maybe they'll just let it be a free for all and people to talk about whatever they want to talk about. Um, I'm not worried about it because it doesn't really affect me as much as other people. But I will say this. I think that people need to be conscious that just because you have freedom of speech doesn't mean you don't have consequences. Uh quick story or observation as you no, know, I've been in poetry for a number of years. I started poetry when I was in my 20s. And I think I think about how um some people in the poetry community, not all, some people basically would be talking about other people in their poetry, like, you know, using cold words or, and this is where the poetic freedom, even though you got the freedom, you got to be careful of like targeting people. Uh, you know, what once is known, it's like somebody, it's, it's like a pastor at a church sitting up there in a pulpit saying something about a parishioner or, or one of his members of his flock. And they know it's about them. You, you can't. You you have the freedom to. The pastor has the freedom to do his sermon. He doesn't have the right to be sitting up here, saying you no know, crazy stuff in the pulpit about other people. You know, there's a certain way to do things, and I, I'm happy that, as a writer, I've been as careful as possible about my freedom of speech. I try to be. I try not to use my poetry, to write about specific individuals unless I've already had the discussion with them first. Like, I'm not going to target somebody in a poem. I will talk about and And there's a difference between targeting someone in a poem and being very irresponsible and talking about your life experience. Again, that's why it's really good to just use third-person voice or other voices, you know, you know, to discuss your content. But that's just my opinion. Some people think it's perfectly or fine for them to talk about somebody, use their name in the poem, confront them at a poetry event, but it's not always a good look, y'all. You know this, No, if you don't want it to be done to you, then don't do it to others. And that's the same thing with freedom of speech online as well. No, if you don't want it to be done to you if, you, if you want to lash out and tell people whatever you're feeling, but thinking that they can't have a response, whether it's going to be professional, not professional, nice, not nice, hey, you just have to know that there's going to be a response. <laughs> but I think it's good to consider how you feel engaging in your poetic freedom And how you engage on social media, Uh, everything has a consequence. And so enjoy your time while you're out there, but be mindful that everything has a consequence. And as far as poetry, I think I've changed my poetic freedom over the years. I don't even use my uh, social media platforms but to promote my poetry, but I don't nec- necessarily put my poetry on, like, say, Facebook. Back in the day, I used to do MySpace. I, I use a dedicated space like a blog or, or some other thing because you do have to be careful with exposing your poetry online. You know, you have people that will steal your poetry. That's the downside of poetic freedom. You put your poetry out there, somebody might take it out, May try to copy and paste it, put it. To, that's why I tell people all the time, get yourself copy Be careful with putting your poetry out there. I usually try not to put full poems out there. That's you know, because you never know who's listening. You never know what they may do with you ex expressing your poetic space. You know, you never know what people are gonna do with that content. So um make sure you're copywritten, make sure you got your stuff protected. And that you can respond legally if you need to. i <laughs> just saying, not everybody's your friend. Somebody could take a poem and they could do something else with it. And they put it... Uh, I had a, a client years and years and years ago who had uh, some content that she wrote when she was 13 and was taken and put in an actual um, song. And it was a whole legal case after that. So... There are so many examples of that. But with that being said, that's all I got to say. Express yourself poetically. or Otherwise, have your freedom, but understand there are levels to your responsibility with that freedom and consequences of that freedom could be positive or negative. See you in the next episode. I have some more poetry coming down the way before the end of the month. In the meantime, be well.